you don't know me, I'm Pastor Andy, and uh, Happy New Year. Uh, it's, a, it's a good time to be in church today, and God is good all the time. That's right. Amen. Um, I wanted to uh, quickly give you a little, uh, let you know that um, next week we're starting our uh, small groups, or as I've I feel like we should call them together groups. So there is a schedule in on the on the Welcome Center to find um, a together group that you might be able to be a part of. There's one on Sunday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. So uh, if you're available, it's a great time to uh, be together and um, you know learn more about God and what He is doing in our in our church in our community. And uh, also on the Welcome Center, I, I made this calendar so. Uh, if you want to know what's happening all year, it's on here. Um, and so obviously, like, there's some things that are going to come up that we don't have on here yet. But uh, if you're wondering what might be happening, whether it's uh, kids, youth, adults, men's, women's, outreach, a lot of it is on here already. So uh, grab one of them and... Uh, that way we can all be more together, more equipped to find out and know what God is doing in the year. And we can all be praying, right? As we, as we start our week of prayer and fasting, uh, praying for these things and, and, you know, asking God to really help us to reach out to the people we need to reach out to and become more uh, built together in, in unity and in God's love as we do these things. God is so good. So this morning, I, I'm uh, talking about um, kind of the vision for the year. So as, as with most first of the year Sundays, it's gonna, um, we're looking at this being the vision Sunday for the year. And so the 2022 vision. And so what, what God, I believe, is, has been speaking to me and what, you know, all of these things are focused toward why, why I, I feel like we're looking at them and I've talked with other people, why we're doing them, what we're doing, and, and what the goal is for all of them. Because if we don't have a goal, then we're just going to wander around, right? That's what it says, without vision, my people perish. And it's important to have vision and, and, and a goal and a purpose because God gives us purpose. And if we don't have purpose, we're just going to flounder about and not see what God's going to do step by step. He's taking us in a direction. So the vision for 2022 is the word filled. Now it's a simple word, just one word, filled. And so it's, it's, it's amazing, it's important, because it's a, it's a word that means, you know, to have stuff in. But I believe that, that, that God wants to expound our understanding of this word filled, and, and throughout the whole year, we're going we're gonna to see what it means to, to be filled, or to being filled, or, or, or the fullness, and, and this idea of, of, of growing and, and filling and, and purpose. So if you would turn with me to Ephesians chapter 3, verse 14. So the Apostle Paul is, is sending this letter to the Ephesians, and, and so he's talking to them about lots of things. And, and so in chapter 3, he's, he's kind of talking about you know, himself, and, and God has, has revealed the mystery of, 
of, of himself and, and the mystery of Christ. And, and so we see that's, that's what's happening. And then in verse 14, he says, For this reason I kneel before the Father, from whom this, his whole family in heaven and on earth derives its name. I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in, the inner, in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the saints to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ, and to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God, to him who is able to do immeasurably more than we can ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us. To him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus through all generations forever and ever. Amen. Amen. So the Apostle Paul is, is, is pointing this out, this idea of being filled to the fullness. And I, I, I think it's so, so important that we recognize this. And, and we, we, there's a lot of times where we feel like we, we know about God. We, we, we've been there. We've done that. We've experienced church already. We've done the Bible studies. We've done this. We've done that. But there's still so much more. And, and it's amazing because no matter how much of God or, and, and God's love that we experience, there's always more. And I believe in 22 or 2022, there is more that God wants to teach us, more that God wants to use us in, more that God wants to help us to overcome, more that God wants to, to, to lead us into. And, and I believe this passage is the foundation of the goal of our church for this coming year, that we may be able to understand more of God's love. In these areas, and there's three areas that I that I believe that 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 I want to you know as as the whole year goes on, we will continue to kind of talk about and what it means, why we're doing these things, why we why we think uh, that why I've kind of changed the idea of small groups to together groups because there's so much more you know a small group is just you know less people right you you could always get less people you could always get less smaller but together are we together are we are we binding together in unity are we binding together in 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 common purpose in common goal and that's what we're called to do as Christians being bound together and these three areas of, of vision that, that I believe that God has, is leading us into and in, in the, the purposes of all these things. The first one is, I'm calling it in-reach, right? We have outreach, but the first one is in-reach. It's a word I made up, so there you go. It's not, don't look it up because it's not in the dictionary, but in-reach. And so, so the Apostle Paul, he, he, he says that, that all of this foundation is, is based around the love of Christ, but he, but he says something in here. And he mentions two things that I believe are so important. He says, may the power together with all the saints to grasp how wide, right? So he, he's talking about this power. And in, before that, in verse uh, 16, it says, I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through, uh, through his spirit 
in your inner man. I believe inreach is all about strength and power through the power of the Holy Spirit. Do we want to see a more filling of the Holy Spirit, a more, more outpouring? So this idea of inreach is, is for those who are here, right? Those who are, who are with us, and maybe if you're, you're online and you're just you know, with us in spirit, we're together. And so, so God wants to strengthen us together with all the saints have strength and power because sometimes life gets hard and, and we need that strength, right? Whether we're, we're not feeling well, I know there's a, a few people that are not feeling well and we're praying for you. We're believing that God is strengthening and healing your bodies where you are, whether that's Lenny or, or Gloria or, or uh, Carmilla as you guys are having all kinds of different things and great things, but God is doing something amazing in hearts and minds and bodies. But he wants to strengthen us. He, he wants to help us, right? Because the past couple of years have not been the best years, maybe. Maybe you've, you've um, experienced hardships, or maybe you've experienced loss. Maybe you've experienced terrible things. Maybe you've experienced kind of bad things. But anyway, whatever it looks like, we've all experienced something difficult. And, and life is difficult. Amen? Right? Yeah, that's... Right? Life is difficult, and, and so just because, you know, we could all say, oh, 2020, oh, oh, but in reality, life has always been difficult. There's just been different difficult things in life, and so God is our strength and our foundation and our rock and our tower. He is the one that when, when we put our full trust and our faith in Him, in His love, knowing that His love is perfect, and, and yes, we will experience these hardships sometimes, but together with all the saints, when we're together saying, you know what, I'm going to build each other up, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to help you, I'm going to, let's come together as we're going through hardships, as we're going through difficulties, as we're going through rough times, let's strengthen one another in love and lift each other up because God is calling us for inreach because outreach is important and we'll get there. But inreach is very important. If we don't start here and say, God, help me through your spirit and through the spirit of unity with, with the body, that we can be built up and strengthened. We're going to fall. We're going to have problems. And it's going to be way harder than it should be. I, I believe because of, of that, many of us, you know, have a very different experience with the, the pandemic and all that kind of stuff. You know, 2020, all the, you know, there was a lot of people I've talked to who, who like, were so terrified, were so this, were so awful. But my experience was, well, you know, okay, there's some bad things happening, but God is good. And there's been people around that, 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 that we know that we can always keep moving forward, and God's hope for tomorrow is always better than the, the hardships of, of today and yesterday. So let's strengthen one another. And then the power of his spirit. Do we want to see the power of God moving within our church mightily and more and more, more evident, more in, in tangible presence than we did yesterday, than we did in 2021, 2020, 2019, 1900, if you were back then, right? 1970s, 1920s, 1950s, 1990s. God has moved so many times in the, the AD 30, right? God moved so many times throughout the, the world. But do we want to see a more, a, a bigger outpouring, a, more, a bigger, a greater move of God today and this year than we did last year and, and 
every other year before that because God is a God of hope because we always keep looking backwards and we're saying, well, yeah, it was better then. You know, I wish we could just go back there. And, and sometimes it's great to look at that, right? A- Abraham, Abraham put up altars. Jacob put up altars. They talked about putting up altars and, and foundations to say that God was here and he moved. And then so that, that, that when, when you go past this thing and, and it's reminded, oh, God's moving. He moved then. And I, I believe that means he can move again over here. And so it's important to remember those things. And to say that, wow, God was amazing. It was, a, it was a powerful move of God at that moment. But you know what? Just because it happened then doesn't mean it can't happen even more today. There's power. That if we bind to get, come together in unity and in strength, there's going to be a mighty move of God within our group, within our, our, our culture. And as, as God is moving, it's going to be tangible. It's going to be palpable. This, this idea that uh, joy is, you know, laughter is contagious, right? The power of God is contagious. When we see the power of God moving, when we see the power of God changing lives and, and speaking into people's uh, existence and into people's lives and into people's situations, it's contagious. People around want to experience something more. They want to see God moving in a fresh, new way even if they don't believe in God today. They want to see something bigger than themselves because in a world full of hurt, in a world full of hardships, if, I, if it's just me and I'm it, I'm the end-all, be-all, then that's pretty sad because I can't fix a lot of the problems. But if God is the end-all, be-all, he can fix all problems. Amen. He can move in, in all different ways. And this... And so the reason that we're, we're, we're moving into together groups is so that we can be strengthened in unity, so that we can be, be, be moving in power. And, you know, I know there's a lot of groups, but I'm going to talk about mine for a second. Mine is all about coming together and talking about and asking the Lord to lead us more into, into what is happening. And so each week on Wednesday, we're going to be essentially recapping what we talked about on Sunday. But, but in a sense, it's, it's not going to be a huge, huge Bible study. What I want it to be is a huge, huge connection of togetherness where we come together and we discuss and we allow the Holy Spirit more about the Holy Spirit just speaking and moving and, and, and spending time in prayer and small groups and really building one another up. Not, not saying, well, okay, I'm, I'm going to read this verse and here's, here's my translation better than your translation because that's, that's good sometimes. But, but what, if we, what if we took our, our together groups and we talked and we became more in unity and then we, we got smaller and we said, you know what, actually, I've been struggling with this thing my life. Let's talk about it. Let's pray about it. Just, just me and, you know, just one other person. What if, what if we, we said that we started building so closely that in Acts it says they had everything in common. They were together day and night. They ate together. They, they were together all the time. They became together in one accord, right? In, in the upper room. How long were they there? They were there for a long time in this one room. And then the Holy Spirit moved in power and then they went out and then they became smaller, more groups of people who came together in unity. And that's what Jesus prayed for each one of us. Jesus prayed on the night before he was crucified. He prayed three times, and one of them, he asked the Father, 
that the people, the Christians, the church, would be able to experience oneness or unity, just like he and the Father. And it's difficult because we all have different opinions, we all have different feelings, but when it comes down to what if we allowed those opinions and those feelings to, to be shared, but in reality we just kind of built each other up in unity because unity in uh, division is what God has called us to be. We're all different. We all have different giftings, different abilities. We're all different people. We, we view the world differently, whether it's because of your, your past experiences or because of the way you, you know, God has spoken to you. But just because you view the world differently does not mean that we're not moving in the same way. A water droplet is different than the river, but the water droplet makes up the river. Without each individual billions and billions of tiny water droplets, you can't have a river. A water droplet's not going to do too much, but a river will carve away the rocks. We'll say, this is where it's going. This is what's moving. This is what's happening. So strength and power in reach. In, inside of our church, and, and, and so I encourage you that to, to make sure you check this out, take a look at it, because we all should be a part of something, not just Sunday morning. Because if we're just part of Sunday morning, we're missing a lot of the togetherness that God has called us to do and to be. And there's other things that are going on with that, so if you have questions about the together groups, let me know. They're all wonderful and great. But then the second thing I believe that, that the Apostle Paul talks about in this, in this area of, of, of being filled is, is he mentions um, two things that I'm calling outreach. All right, we all know that word. So two things that, he call, that, he calls out, that I'm calling outreach. And so he's talking about the, the strength and the power. And then he's talking being rooted and established in love. And... Um, And the, the faith that he talks about. Oh, there it is. In verse 17. So that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you being rooted and established in love. So this idea of love and faith. And so love and faith are amazing, right? When we talk about outreach, we need to talk about faith, right? Essentially, outreach is all about helping people come into the faith of Jesus Christ, right? Uh, getting to know Christ and finding out about him and, and overcoming sin and being washed clean. And that's what the love of Christ is all about. And sometimes it's hard to, um, to share love with other people, right? Because we experience love and it's easy to love those who love us, right? Jesus talks about that, that, that it's, it's easy to love those who love you, but don't the heathens do that or the pagans do that? You know, we're no better than them if we can't love our enemies, love those who are different than us, love those who, who are not like us. But love doesn't just stop there, right? When, when Jesus, when, when, the, uh, when the religious leaders brought the, the lady caught adultery to Jesus, he came and said, this lady was caught in adultery, we should stone her. And then Jesus knelt down and he started writing in the dirt. And when he was writing in the dirt, they left one by one, starting with the oldest one. And then he got up and, and he was like, where'd everybody go? Where are your accusers? He said to her. And she said, 
I don't know. He said, neither do I condemn you. But there is a difference between condemnation and conviction because condemnation says, you're wrong, get out, I don't like you. You're stoned. You're cut off. Conviction says, you know what? What you did wasn't right, but here's how we can change. So there's a difference between neither do I condemn you, but go and sin no more is what Jesus said. So, so faith and love, or love and faith, love is so important that we share love with people because if we're, we're, we're continuously saying that, you know, whatever, whatever you think, whatever you believe, whatever you're doing is wrong, it's sin, and that's true. But if you start there, then it's just like the religious leaders saying, yep, you deserve death. And that's true, but we all deserve death, correct? It's only by the blood of Jesus, by the love and the faith, his love and my faith, that gives me the ability to say I'm free and I'm forgiven. Love and faith, and that's why it's so important that as we, as we begin looking at this year, thinking about you know, what, what to do and, and the, you know, the different groups, the different activities, what is it? How can, we, how can we share love and faith with those around us with these different activities? Maybe it's not together groups, but maybe it's the, the men's breakfasts or the ladies' nights and the, you know, the kids' events or the outreach things or like VBS, things like that. How can we show faith and how, we, how can we show love and then bring people into the faith? Because faith is a choice and love is something that, that has already been lavishly, unconditionally given to them. So why don't we do that too? God has already loved them perfectly, and he's calling us to love them perfectly. And it's difficult, super difficult, because sometimes it's hard enough to love the ones who are close enough, closest to us, you know. It's been said that, you know, everyone's, I forget who said it, but somebody said that you ask them, oh, well, you know, does your, does your wife love you? Oh, yeah, my wife loves you. Does she like you? Oh, no, she doesn't like me, you know. But this idea of, of showing love is often in action. And so if we're not actively showing people that, that, that they matter, then we're not truly loving them the way that God has called them, called us to love them. And it's difficult. And I'm not saying to agree with or to, to say that, yep, sin is okay, because it's not. Just like Jesus, you know, he said, yep, this is wrong. But here's how we can change. Here's how we can move. Here's how we can, you know, let's, let's come together and then grow in togetherness. Because when it comes to having people change, having people grow, all of us, right? It starts with relationship. You can't just walk up to somebody and say, you're a bad person. Now know Jesus. Now, every once in a while, that actually might, might work. Uh, but typically, people would just be like, well, you're a mean person. You just called me a bad person. So it's important that we, that we recognize this. That as we, as, we, as we grow in our understanding, as we're growing in the strength and the power internally, the inreach, then, then, then that love and that passion and that power and that strength to say that, that, that sin is wrong, but people are to be loved and, and, and faith is to be built. How can we do that? How can we fill our outreach with love first? Not acceptance, but love. It's a big difference between acceptance and love. Love says that you matter and I'm here for you. How can I help you to be a better person? Acceptance says, I don't care what you say. 
It's fine. You can do whatever you want. As long as you're sitting in the seat, that's good enough. That's not how, that's not what God has called us to do. So the first thing was strength and power, the inreach. The second thing was love and faith, the, outre- the outreach. And the third one, I'm calling kingdom reach. And again, don't look it up. It's not a word in the, in the dictionary. I made it up. I just put two words together again. So kingdom reach. Kingdom reach is this idea that, 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 that we as not just this group of Christians, this, this group of believers, but the other ones around, around other churches, around the world, need to be built up in togetherness, right? Because the Apostle Paul said, uh, together with all the saints, Together with all the saints. There it is. May you have power together with all the saints to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ. And to know this love that surpasses knowledge that you may be filled to the measure of the fullness of God. Togetherness. Now, I'm not saying that we're going to, I don't know bring another church here, something like that. But sometimes we, sometimes we, we spend a lot of time saying that, that we have to do these things here because this is, this is what, what our church is doing and don't do those things over there. But God is calling us to be together. Just like that water droplet can't be a river without all the other water droplets. Our church can't be the body of Christ without other churches. God is calling us to be together. And so like, like the, the Frank Hart, Frank Hart men, <laughs> Frank men Hart men's breakfast is an important uh, part of that. It's a, it's a powerful time, right? We, have, we invite other churches and, and so many men come and worship. And, and I, I believe that it's so important that as, as we, we seek God on this, we can continue to build up our community mindedness in this area as God is moving, helping us to be together and seeking him together with all the saints, right? He's speaking to the church in Ephesus, but he says together with all the saints to, to see how wide, long, high, and deep is the love of Christ. So the three things that I'm, I'm hoping and, and I believe that God wants us to um, <clears throat> Uh, look toward this year is strength and power, the inreach, the internal, love and faith, the outreach, the external, the community minded, and then togetherness, the kingdom mindedness, where we can work together, building up others, not in this building, but everywhere. And then I want to I want to talk a little bit about this idea of of love because I believe that that this whole thing encompasses this idea of love. And so he he mentions that how to uh, to grasp how wide, long, and high, and deep is the love of Christ, and to know uh, this love that surpasses knowledge that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. I believe God's love is way bigger than we can even imagine, right? And that's what is essentially what he says in the next verse. Now, to him who is able to do immeasurably, immeasurably more than we can ask or imagine, 
according to his power that is at work within us, right? So when, when we think about this, love is an amazing power that God has lavished on us. And, and no matter how, how much we have experienced in the past, there's always more. And so I, I brought this tape measure because I, I couldn't use a sink. In reality, what I wanted to use was a sink when you turn on a, a faucet, right? Everybody's, you ever ton, turned on a faucet here? Okay, all right. So you turn it on a little bit, and a little bit of water comes out. You turn it on a lot, and a lot of water comes out. But so to understand this idea of the measure of God's love, so we have a tape measure, right? So, so I, I could say, well, well, God, you know, I, I want to experience your love in, in, in wide, long, high, and deep, you know, about a foot. Okay, so here's... You know, maybe you've experienced God's love this much. Maybe, maybe you've, you've seen his love, you know, poured out on you and you're like, wow, this is so much. But, but what if there's more that we are, just like that faucet, not allowing, right? This little lock thing, you lock that, you're like, all right, good, I'm, I'm good here, right? This is, this is what God has lavished on me and I'm happy with it because I understand how wide and, and deep and, and long this is right here. But what if, what if it was more than that? What if you said, well, in 2022, could you hold this for me? In 2022, I, I, want, I want to see more, God. I want to see, I, I want to see you know, 14, 15, 16 feet of your love, and, 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 and I'm not going to stop it. I'm just going to, however far you want to take me, I, I, I don't want to hinder what you're doing because, God, your, your, your love is amazing. Your love is so much more. You can let go. Your love is ever growing. To understand God's love is something which is why Paul talks about the mystery of God, the mystery of Christ earlier in this chapter. Because to understand God's love in reality is way too much for us to understand. We can understand this much, and then next year we can learn this more. The next year we can learn more, and, and we can learn more, and we can learn more, and we can learn more. And no matter how much we learn, there is always more that God will lavish on us, giving us understanding and wisdom in this area of, of strength and power and, and togetherness. What I didn't understand, I thought this was what togetherness was. I thought this is was, this was what the, the power of God was, but wow! I thought this... And, 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 but we can also put it in a box because it says that you may be filled to the measure where's your measure do you want your measure or god's measure because we could say well this is this is good enough i feel full now i feel full now but god says but i know you can have more i know you can show more i know you can share more I feel full now. I've experienced this much in my life, and I'm happy with that. Have you decided that, that the measure of God's love is good enough to experience how wide, how deep? And I, so the, these, these different things, right? And so I believe that the measure of God's love is dependent on our, our faith and our hope in what God is doing because we can absolutely stop the, the overflowing of God's love, the outpouring of God's love. And sometimes it's intentional, sometimes it's not intentional, sometimes it's, it's just we just are comfortable. Being comfortable sometimes just gets us into trouble. I like being comfortable. I wore the sweater because I thought it was comfortable, you know. 
I'm sure most of you wore your clothes because you felt it was comfortable, unless you wore something that you didn't think was comfortable, then I'm sorry. Um, but we, we like to be comfortable, and God, God does want us to be comfortable. God, God wants us to be, to be taken care of. He wants us to be uh, in, in his care and, you know, being in comfort. But there's, this, there's a difference between uh, what Paul talks about being content in all cir- circumstances and being comfortable. Because being content says that, that okay, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm right here and I've experienced this and it's been amazing. But you know what? Tomorrow I might experience something new and different and it's amazing. And tomorrow I might be like way down there in, in, in the pit of despair. But you know what? Ah, God's still amazing and I know he's coming out of it. And then, and then the following day, now I'm up here and it's amazing and it's, and it's amazing and it's amazing no matter if I'm up there or I'm down here because God's love is all places. Says how wide, how long. I believe that 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 the idea of God's love being wide stretches as far as the eye can see. There is no there is no distance too far. You know, this is I don't know 20, 25 feet, right? It'll stop. God's love will never stop. No matter how how far away we are or someone else is. No matter how far, God's love will reach all people. Just like that lady. God's love was able to reach her where she was, even though she was literally caught in adultery. Nobody knows the backstory of that, but that sounds terrible, what happens before that. So, but God's love reaches her because it is so wide. Why, you know, you, you look out on like Lake Erie or like the Atlantic Ocean and you're like, I just see the sky. You can't see past it. But God's love is further. God's love is more. No matter where people are, God's love will reach them. His, and he's called us to be his witnesses, to be his ambassadors, to outreach, to, 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 to bring people into that. And then it says how long. And I, I you know, long can be, you know, a... A measurement, but I also believe that long can be a time. God's love reaches through time. Sometimes our pasts are difficult, like, but God's love reaches all the way back there. And, and sometimes our future is so uncertain. Our future is so, we don't really know, and, and maybe we have fear about it, maybe you have worry about it, but God's love reaches to there. His love will lavish on us, and no matter what it is, He is a good, good Father, as they say in the song, right? But He is Abba Father, and a, and a good Father will always help, will always care for. His love is so long, no matter if it's a past, a present, or a future thing, his love will cover it for us and for anyone else who may come in, who may, we may see at the store, we see this year, we may be praying for, or in another church. His love is that long, so long that we can't even fathom it, more than we can ask or imagine. God, please, I'm sorry about this thing, more than we can ask. God, please forgive me, we asked, even more than that. And then the other one is, 
how high. And I believe that that one is, is where this, this idea of, of you and me happen, right? Because I believe that love comes from God. Because the Bible says in John, 1 John, God is love, right? So if God is love, then we can't love without God. So how high is, is the amount of, of admiration and, and exaltation and worship and glorifying and love for God? How high? Up to the heavens. To the, the king of all kings who is seated on the throne, we can show love more than yesterday, more than last year, more. We can show love, we can act, and, and, and love is obedience. Love is an action. What are we doing to, to say that we are here for him? And the last one is the, is the depths, and I believe the depths or, or deep of God's love is like the past. But sometimes there's things that we've buried so deep. God's love is so big that no matter how deep our shame, our sin, our fear, our worry, those things that, that, that we've just kind of pushed down in, you know, the, the, the depths of our personal hell, God's love reaches there because his love is so deep so deep that no matter how much um, we, we, we think we're, we're not worth it, we, we feel like that, that, that is, you know, just, just, just ignore it. Just ignore it. Just let it go. His love is there. Also, his love is deep because when we feel like we know everything and we, we, we're on top of the world, so, so there's that person who's down there, and then there's this person who's up here, and yep, I have understood the universe and I know everything, but you know what? God is deeper than we can ever be. God's love is so deep and vast that, 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 oh, wow, there's new understanding, there's new wisdom, but only if we allow the measure of awe of what we want him to in. Because we can say, yep, I am good enough. I have come to here, and my understanding, my knowledge of God's love and the way I show God's love and the, everything about God's love is this deep. It's always deeper. Always, always deeper. But it takes us saying that I don't want my measure, but I want your measure. And those sin and those shame and those, those past hurts and things like that, if we are trying to put God's love in a box, they will always be there. But if we say, you know what, I understand. I don't know how it works, but help me to understand the depths of your love. Help me to understand the depths of Christ's love because I want those things to truly be filled with hope and forgiveness and freedom. Because when we do that, that's when we become true people of strength and power in reach. When our hearts are changed, when our minds are changed. I believe it's so important. And, and so this year is going to be an exciting year of of, of lots of things going on, and, and uh, I encourage you to be a person that gets involved, because if we're involved, then we're becoming people who help to strengthen, and we're going to see God's power moving mightily, and, excuse me, <clears throat> and God's going to do something amazing. I believe he's going to fill 
each one of us, individually, collectively, and as a church? Do we want to see God filling this place? You know, those things that we've been praying for, that we've been asking for personally or, or in your family, and those things we've been praying for, asking for as, as, a, as a community of believers, as a church, and those things we've been praying for and asking for as a, as a town, and those things we've been praying for and asking for as a nation, and those things we've been praying for and asking for as a, as a world. God will do it. God will fill this place because his love is so vast. How high, deep, long, and wide is the love of God? We don't even know. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than we can ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us. Right? His power, his authority at work within us. He is able to do immeasurably more. So the things that, we, that I've been praying about and, and, and writing down and making this list and, and God has been sharing with me, what if we become unified and say that we want to see him do immeasurably more, not just more things on the calendar, but more in each one of our lives, to see more seats filled, to see more... To, uh, people change to see more, more lives in, impacted, to see more kids growing up in, in families that, that are together in unity, to see, to see people's, um, people's depression and anxiety be lifted. But it takes each one of us saying that I'm going to let go and just allow God to open the faucet, to allow God to set the measure. Because I, I don't want to say, well, I've, I've gotten to here this year and I feel pretty good because what if God wants you to take you all the way over there? Amen. But it may not be comfortable. It may be a little bit difficult. It may be, may be something that you've never experienced before. It may be scary. But you know what, when, the, when Abba Father, when, when God the Father, the, the one who cares more about you than, than you've ever cared about your kids or your grandkids or your spouse or anybody else, the one who cares about you that much, more than you can imagine, is holding your hand, don't worry, right? With, with, my, with my kids, you know, Jacob, who's, you know, old now, <laughs> 11. He's real old, right? He thinks he's like an adult pretty much. But, you know, when they were little, they always hold your hand when you walk across the street. Why? Because they recognized that if they walk across the street, it's scary. It's difficult. They might get hit by a car. But when, but when you're the adult, when you hold their hand, right? Or, or little ones, when they're just, oh no. Let's be like those little children, right? Jesus said, let the little children come to me because it's those, it's the ones like those who will enter the kingdom of heaven. Let's be like little children and say, yes, I know lots of things. I've experienced a lot of things, but you know what? I think there's a fresh anointing, a fresh outpouring, a fresh move of God that I want to experience today because I want to be like that little, chil like that little child and say, I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, but I will trust you. Amen. Right? When kids just jump on you. Just jump, you know, talk about trust fall. They'll just like jump at you. You got to be ready. 
But God is always ready. If we're willing to take that step, take that jump, He will always catch us and hold us up and lift us up with His strength, His power, and His unity to build us up in togetherness, into community, into fellowship, into relationship, into love, into faith, more than we've ever experienced before. What are we asking for as we as we start these, um, this, this week of prayer and fasting, what are you fasting for? What are you praying for? You know, now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than we can ask or even imagine. I can imagine a lot of crazy things. According to his power that is at work within us, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus through all generations forever and ever. What are we asking for? What are we seeking? Are we just, are we just uh, doing this, this, this prayer room? Are we just doing this, this week of prayer and fasting because that's what we do in January? Or is there something that God has instilled in your heart? Is there something more that you say, well, okay, well, so I, I don't really know, but maybe God just help me to understand this, this, this idea of love for, for the church more or help me to understand the, the love for the community more. Help me to understand God Fill me more. I just want to experience you afresh and anew. Is there something you're hoping for? And now, as we, as we start this, this week, fasting can be different things for different people, but I encourage you to take time, as, as Evan said, to, to get here and experience the, the prayer room at least once. And if, if you have time, if you can, you know, be here more time and sit, talk with people, Pray with people or sit out there and just make sure people know where they're going if they come and visit or share it with somebody else. Hey, this is not our church thing. This is a, this is a community thing. Would you, would you want to come? You know, let, let's pray together. What are we seeking? What are we hoping for? What are we praying for? What are we fasting for? What are we doing that for? Are we doing it just because or are we doing it to see God move in a new way this year? Because fasting and praying in the Bible was always for something. It was never just, well, it's the habit that we do. We're just supposed to do that now. But why? If there's not a purpose, if there's not a why behind what we do, why are we doing it? God always has a why behind what he does. Why did he create you? Because he loves you. Why did he put you here? For a purpose. Why did he give you kids? So that you can learn to love like he loves. Why did he do this? Why, why, why? Why, why, did, why did he bring marriage together? So that we can see a picture of what it means to be together in unity and become one person. Why, why, why? God always answers all the why. So we need to have reasons for what we do. Peter says, have a reason for your faith. Or, or be able to share a reason Let's have a reason for why we're praying, why we're fasting. And, and if that feels like really difficult, ask God to just fill you new. What does it mean to be filled? It means seeing change in people. It's seeing more people, seeing more things, seeing more growth in every area. And so the rest of this month, I'm going to be 
uh, looking, I'm going to start a, ser- a series called Fill This House. And so, so the next few weeks, we're going to talk about fill this house and what that means. And we're going to look at what it means to uh, be filled in different areas, personally and, and collectively. And, and next month, we're talking about missions and what it means to be filled with missions. And, 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 and everything is being filled something. Do you want to be filled? Do you want to see other people be filled? Do you want to see this building be filled? Do you want to see this community filled with with people who are praying, people who are seeking God, people who are experiencing something, being filled with good from God? Do you want to see that? Let's ask God to help it start with us. Let's be filled with His measure of His fullness, not what we think is good enough. Because that's always going to be smaller than what he wants us, where he wants us to go. Let me pray as we close. Lord God, thank you so much for this year. Thank you so much for this church. I ask, Lord God, that, that you help us to, to seek you today, this week. Lord Jesus, I ask that you, that you help us to be filled to your fullness, Lord God. We don't want to... We don't want to hinder the work that you're doing, Holy Spirit, that, you're, that, you're, that you want to move in power and might and strength in us, Lord God. As we're, as we're people who seek you, Lord God, help us to grow together in togetherness, in unity, in, in community, in, in passion, in desire, Lord God. Not saying that we're all conformed to each other, Lord God, but in our differences, in our abilities, we are becoming, Lord God, the river that makes a move, that, that moves, Lord God, through what, you're, what you have called, where you have called us to be, Lord God. A river moving, Lord God, and your spirit moving like a river through this church, through these, these families, through this community, Lord God. Help it to start right now, right here, Lord Jesus. Father God, this week as we, as we pray, as we fast, as we seek you, Lord God, help us to, to know the why. Help us to, to experience the why and the purpose, Lord Jesus. Thank you that you give us so much purpose and, and power and passion in that purpose, Lord God. Holy Spirit, we ask for a new outpouring for every single person who comes and experiences this this week. And even if they don't, Lord God, and they're at their house and they're praying with us, Lord God, Holy Spirit, move upon them. Holy Spirit, speak to them. Give them fresh anointing, fresh power, fresh strength, fresh understanding through your love, Lord Jesus. Help us to, to grow in love. Help us to grow in passion. Help us to be filled to the fullness of love and peace and faith and hope for this church and this community. We thank you for these things, Lord God. I ask, Lord Jesus, that that you bless the offering as as, um, we become stewards of what you have given us. We ask, Lord Jesus, to to, um, help us to have wisdom and understanding in what to use Uh, the offering for, Lord God. Thank you so much that you help us to be people who give, help us to be people who have have a generous spirit here and outside of here. Thank you, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Have a blessed week.